Welcome to the Free For All Podcast. We talk about nothing. Alright, so we'll talk about fat shaming. For example, I truly feel like people that are overweight aren't happy about it, no matter what they say. I feel like when you look in the mirror at the end of the day, you're disappointed or you're upset. So I feel like when people call it fat shaming, but it's like, you know, okay, maybe you have bad genes or whatever, but I feel like you, people really aren't that happy. No, I don't think they're happy. So it's like, it's very interesting to me how it's almost like, okay, we love your body how it is. But you know you can do better, so you're always going to be not your best version of yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. No, you won't. And I think it's not a good thing, this body acceptance. At first, to be completely honest, I thought it was because the way they did it, when at first, at least when I first heard about it, which was like probably back in 2010, was you don't have to look like a supermodel, 5% body fat. Oh, shredded. and I agree with that. You know, And then it went from, okay, well, that's fine. You know, you can be healthy and not have abs, and that's true. And then it went from, okay, you can be a little bit overweight, and it's just like, I don't I don't know. And then now it's like, oh, you can be 600 pounds, riding a scooter everywhere, and you should think you're beautiful, and you're killing yourself. And then people say, you know, like, I like to work out, you like to exercise, and we're fat shaming people even if we never say anything bad to a fat person. So don't tell them to not eat as much. Don't tell them to change their lifestyle. We're just never say anything to them that's negative. We're the fat shame just because we want to stay in good shape. That's mind-blowing to me. Yeah, and then the, it reminds me of this one lady that wanted like overweight people to get an extra economy seat in the plane for free. And it's like people shouldn't have to cater to you because you made poor choices. And the thing is... is I mean, if you want it, sure, just pay for it. But you want it for free. Yeah. And that's crazy. Well, the, the problem is... is Somehow they're eating such an absorbent amount of food to get that big because there's no way you're eating a recommended or mm-hmm. two, three hundred calories over the recommended amount of food a man or woman should be eating, and you're seven hundred pounds. Well, there's, like, I think possible. there's, yeah, I agree. There's like two things that come to mind when you say that. First of all, obviously, like in U.S., the diet is not very good overall. No, it's fast terrible. food everywhere, and in fact, healthy food is more expensive too. So it's mm-hmm. it's harder. I mean, you have to go out of your way. To obviously be healthy, but it's obviously should be a priority. Oh yeah, for sure. Another thing that comes to mind is how, like, I honestly feel like, you know, government whatever doesn't want people to be healthy because they're not easy to control. You know. Oh yeah, I agree. If you're a strong, manly dude, or even just a girl that's like in really good shape, I mean, it's harder to control than somebody that's going to be in a scooter at Walmart. And more health problems equals more money for you know. Oh yeah, for the pharmaceutical companies. Pretty uh, pretty blatant why they want to accept fat people, which actually brings another point. Not to, not even really rambling, but like people think it's okay to call somebody like underweight, like it's no big deal. Mm. Oh but, yeah, but overweight's like totally oh, there's fat shaming. But like, what if someone's twenty pounds underweight? Like, why is that okay? Yeah, there's this certain bald guy that's a doctor mm-hmm. on a TV show, and uh, he had this panel, and it was it was all skinny women actually. And this bigger woman in the audience goes, well, this is for the skinny mini in the white. And 
I don't know how the rules work, but you can cut it out. But Dr. Phil's like, why is it okay for you to shame her body and call her skinny mini? But if she said, here's the bigger woman in the audience asking a question, they would be you know, body shaming. She would be ridiculed. She'd get death threats. And that's true. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, people accuse me of being on steroids. And that's, that's just as bad, you know? Yeah, it's just as bad. In a way, it's a compliment because it says you're working hard, but it's still annoying. They say, oh, you're all natural. Maybe it's not. You know what I mean? Yeah, anyone could do it. I mean, up. I'm not doing anything that no one else could do. They just choose not to. That's fine. You do what you want in this country, but don't blame other people for being in better shape. Oh, yeah. And honestly, like, I have zero, I have nothing against steroids. My only issue is people who take it, they say they're natural and they try and sell you something. Oh, yeah. That's just annoying because that's like, oh, you, if you eat a, I'm sure people know what this is, but if you eat like bull testicle and all this feet, you know, you're going to be jacked. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, no, you're taking $10,000 worth of steroids every month, et cetera. Yeah. I mean, there's this one guy I watch who is unnatural, but he, he says, I am unnatural. And that's perfectly fine. And, uh, but he says, like, you still got to put this kind of work into it. Oh, and you do. Diet. And that's another thing. Like, you have to work out still. I'm not saying people on steroids don't work hard. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, anyone who works out hard and doesn't take steroids, that same person, if they were to take it, they would be bigger. Oh, yeah, for it's sure. It's just fucking science. You know what oh, I mean? Yeah. I mean, I'd be way bigger. So, I mean, I used to take it as a compliment, the steroid thing. Like, Oh, you're on sale. Thank you. Yeah, and like a lot of people, like they'll people say that, and like you should take it as a compliment, but they're not saying it like that. And I feel like people call you skinny. Like some people might say it's a compliment, but not when you're a dude, you know. No, no. When they they say, "Oh, you're taking that stuff for your skin," and they're they're meaning to insult you. Yeah, they're probably most likely jealous. Yeah, like me and my wife when we were first dating, literally every. I don't know. Okay, maybe I shouldn't say literally, but people that she knew would ask her. If I was on steroids and like her cousin's boyfriend asked, I think some of her other cousins, I know her brother did. I know her brother's friends did. In fact, some of her friends did. And it's like, I, I never felt like I was that big because I would compare myself to like Ronnie Coleman, Jay Cutler, Dorian Yates, who are like, way, I mean, in their prime, way bigger. I mean, Jay Cutler's still way bigger than me, but Ronnie isn't. He doesn't look too good anymore. But, uh, these people were humongous, and I'd be like, well, that's what someone on steroids looks like. And these people, uh, bodybuilders really aren't that popular. They're not that famous. They're like D-list celebrities. So they're famous and not at the same time. And no one probably, they probably didn't even know who they were. They just assumed that I was on the stuff. What's funny, too, is like the same thing that goes for people that are wealthy. Like I've noticed... Anybody in shape has never said anything negative to like to me or anyone like about like working out or any of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like if you see a fat person in the gym, like you're not gonna talk shit. Like they're there. At least they're trying. You yeah. Know? Oh yeah, I commend them. Like nothing I think that's wrong. Fantastic. With that. I just I think you're right though. I think a lot of it is jealousy, and you know it depends on your goals. And genetics are a huge part too. Oh, I mean, yeah. I work out a lot, but I'm like I'm a skinnier dude for sure. But it's genetics. I mean, oh, it, yeah, you know, of course you can. Everyone can gain like a certain amount, but it's like, dude. You don't know people's goals. Oh, yeah, there's... You know, I don't want to have 5,000 calories a day. Yeah, it sucks. I have yeah, eaten that much. That was, yeah, it sucks. When I was up to 300 pounds, which was the biggest I ever was, I'm pretty sure I was eating about five to 6,000 calories every day. That was roughly what I was eating. And if you, like, if you want to do that, like, you have to... If you want to do it right, you're going to have to try and eat somewhat healthy because... 
your saturated fat, cholesterol, everything's gonna be crazy high if you just eat like Wendy's and whatever. Oh yeah, I was I wasn't eating the healthiest. I remember at one point I wanted to be a professional bodybuilder, but even if I was on stuff, I didn't have the genetics for it. And that's kind of then I was like, I'll just get as big as I can. And then I saw a photo of myself, and I was like, photos don't lie. Mm-hmm. And I was like, damn, I look bad. I felt like I looked like a young Santa Claus because I wait. <laughs> I didn't have white hair, but I had the gut for it, that's for sure. And it's weird because, like, you, you don't notice it because, obviously, you see yourself every day. People you work with don't notice it. Like, if you see somebody you haven't seen in a while, they're like, oh, what happened? Or Oh, yeah. You know. Did you eat the person next door? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was bad. Yeah. I could have used some fat shaming at the time, that's for sure. Well, sometimes it helps. It just depends on, like, you know, sometimes there's motivation, you know? It's like sometimes you need that little kick. Someone says, oh, you're overweight. And if they if they're telling the truth... Like, sometimes you need that, like, tough love to an extent. Oh, yeah, Because, sure. like, if I have a good friend and I see him, like, fucking up, I'll tell him, like, I'll tell him, like, to their face. And sometimes they, they're they really going to get pissed. But it's, like, they'll respect you later on and they'll appreciate it. Oh, yeah. They for, will, You know, like, sure. if somebody, you know, if I had a friend that was drinking every night, which I don't, but if I did, I would say something. Hey, man, like, why are you doing this? Yeah. Do you need someone to talk to? Like, what's going on? And they're going to get mad, but it's, like. Mm. you're not a good friend if you just let them do that shit over and over again and don't say anything because you don't want to hurt their feelings yeah i mean they're just they're not going to accomplish anything with their life they're just gonna like probably drive into a pole or something they're gonna hurt the pole you don't you don't want that to happen true you want the pole to be damaged because that's um that's just offensive it is offensive and people will get offended and that pole identified is not being hit and you hit it well then i think it's the pole's truth yeah and truth over facts. And that's, exactly. that's what matters in society. And I want people to know that. It's almost kind of like, I don't know, you ever have like, let's say you have something on your face or whatever, and like nobody says anything all day except that one person. Yeah. And you're like, why did nobody else tell me? I, I've had that happen with boogers. I hate boogers. They're disgusting. And uh, no one says shit. Dude, I'll, I always tell people, like, hey, man, this is a little weird, but you got something on your face. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you should. You, you should, should tell them, yeah, because every other person's not going to say anything, and it's going to be awkward, you know? Oh, yeah. That's similar to, not as it's not as uh, intense as, like, someone drinking, and you're telling them to stop. Yeah. But it's simple. That might not really piss anyone off. They'll just go look in the mirror. No. but you, If someone's drinking too much, and you tell them, hey, I think you're drinking too much, they get mad. And no, and I agree, and it depends on how you approach it. Yeah. Well, what think, you do is you sit them down and go, listen, stop fucking drinking, Get your shit together. And that should work. Or even if you don't want to do that, just say, hey, look, I know you've been drinking a lot. If you need someone to talk to, let me know. Leave it at that. Yeah. At least let them them be aware of it. Let them, (laughs) yeah, and then crack open a 12-pack and be like, look, you're drinking like a little bitch. Finish this like a man. And then you got to make them bong the rest of it. And then. Exactly. If they don't need their stomach pumped, you're not a good friend. Yeah. Or what you do is you have an intervention and tell them that their house is on fire, and that way they ha- they'll go with, without fighting it. <laughs> that reminds me of this random story that has actually nothing to do with this. Today I'd like to talk to you about something very sad. It's going across this entire podcast studio here at Free For All. All right, my co-host Dan does not have money for tobacco, and it's all he has in there is four poop swats, and it's just real sad to see with your small donation of $4 million a month, he can buy one ounce of tobacco every second. What a ripoff. <laughs> it will help him live and survive and thrive. If you don't do this, then you suck. 
All proceeds go to the Rat Foundation. Rats USA has been helped by you guys and will continue to support it for the rest of our lives. And you should, because we need mansions and Ferraris. Rats. Rats. So I remember I was like, I don't know, I was probably six or seven. And I swear it was an extra neighbors, I don't know for sure. Somebody called the fire department and said that we were trapped in the bathroom and we can't get out and the house is on fire, which obviously we weren't. Yeah. So I was outside playing basketball and like 12 cops show up, fire trucks, ambulances, all this thing. I'm yeah. out here playing fucking basketball and I'm like seven years old. I'm like, uh, what's going on out here? <laughs> this fireman comes out. He's like, hey, something never in all right. Someone trapped in there and is there the house on fire. And my dad comes out. He's like, yeah, everything's fine. Yes. And the dude just looked at us like this real disappointed look, which wasn't our fault. And he's like, oh. So someone pulled a prank on you. Yeah. But dude, it was nuts. Like there's so yeah, many. Wow. Like, I'm sure that happens more than you could possibly imagine. Honestly, that's pretty fucked up. And I'm not like, I think certain pranks nowadays go way too far. Like, oh, yeah. But you see the prank in England, the two people, three people, they just walk into people's houses and just sit on their furniture and Oh, stuff. dude, you're going to get killed. So honestly, if somebody walked in here and I saw them on my couch, I would immediately shoot them. Yeah, but this is in England. People yeah, have guns yeah in England. I know. But oh, they, would never, saying, they, like, they wouldn't last too long in America. They'd probably go to California to do that. Because they're not going to, you go to Texas, Ohio, or any other Republican state. It has a stand-your-ground law. Reminds me of this control. one guy, and I won't go too into detail because he did get killed, but there was this one dude that got popular for drinking, and he started like to talk shit on some kind of big bo- big boss. We'll use it too lo- loosely. Yeah. And they ended up putting out a hit on him, and he got killed. Oh, wow. So people do a lot of things for social media, and like it's crazy because they're not going to do that if there's no video proof. No. You're not going to do it. Unless, you're going to do it for the likes. You're doing it for the attention, and that's... Kind of why social media is kind of poisonous now, you know? Oh, yeah. Social media is... I I think it had good intentions. I could be wrong, but I, I believe they had good intentions initially. And then the faster internet, the easier access. Like when Facebook first came out, at least when I... I think it came out in 05, officially. Like smartphones didn't exist like they do now. You couldn't get internet on your phone. You had to mm. still go to a computer. So it was way harder to just post up. Now everyone could just post... <clears throat> Anything, anywhere, in like two seconds. And it is pretty addicting. I mean, it, they design these things to keep you hooked and like it releases dopamine. I actually had to delete Instagram and Facebook for a while because I was spending like two hours plus a day on it. Oh, yeah. Like, what a waste of time. You don't remember half the stuff you look at. No, I don't remember any of this stuff. I got to stay away from like the Facebook, I don't know what they call them on Facebook. I know it's Instagram the shorts. Reels. Yeah. It's some, shorts on Facebook. I think it's YouTube, YouTube but YouTube some, I know what you mean. And so, you, you don't remember. Not it, not even close. You go, oh look at that! Something about working out, something about firearms, something about political, something about oh, picking gonna, up women, and then you don't remember what the first one was. And the algorithm is designed for you. And even like, even if you don't like it, if you view a video for a certain period of time, it'll know you looked at it longer. It'll start showing you that stuff. And it probably takes milliseconds. Oh, yeah, it's, like, it's crazy. It's AI doing that stuff. It's they crazy. Don't, they don't I don't think it's like. I think it's great for business, but I think it's terrible for culture. It's yeah, it's horrible for culture. I mean, that's what's making you know dating standards almost impossible. You gotta yeah. have mid six figures, be this tall. This what is it like middle. six six figures, six foot, and like six inches or something like that? Yeah, was this yeah something it's like funny? six six one or sixty nine. <clears throat> Damn, it's like six six six. Oh yeah, it's not, <laughs> exactly. It's a that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, the standard. Yeah, that's a whole other thing, man. It's just like. Sam not Banks. even that, but it's so easy for somebody to cheat. They just like 
Oh, yeah, all you got to do it. I mean, they have websites. I don't know if they still exist, but they have dating apps. Sorry, you want to call them that. To cheat on your spouse. That's, yeah, the only that's crazy. Are you sick of your... I remember the commercial didn't last very long. I had a lot of kickback well, from it. I would hope so. Fuck but, that, you know? But, uh, yeah, they were like, oh, you're sick of your spouse, and you're just looking to have some fun. Join this app. I don't remember that being like... Or uh, stuff. be a fucking grown-ass grown adult and say, hey, look, I'm not happy anymore. We should separate. I mean, yeah, you, know, you can do that. Or try to work it out. I or mean, try I, and work it out, for sure. But, like, cheating's like... Yeah, that, you should, that should even be an option. And it definitely should be promoted. Nah, I feel like it fucks people up, too, you know? Well, yeah, if I was, you know, single right now, and I was dating a girl, and I found out she cheated on her, you know, ex-boyfriend, I wouldn't want to stay with her, because like, it's only a matter of time she cheats on me. Yeah, that's why I won't, you know, if a girl has a boyfriend, obviously, out of respect, I'm not going to try and break things up, but, like, even if I did, I'm like, dude, she broke up with him for you, why wouldn't she break up with you for someone else? Oh, yeah, she definitely would. So, it's, like, not even worth it, you know? I mean, they break up, because... You know, the boyfriend's a horrible person. Yeah, I mean, of and, course, there's exceptions, but and or they're both like not bad people, but just go separate ways. If they're single, they're single. There's plenty of single women out there. You don't need to break up a relationship. Yeah, exactly. I just think cheating's kind of. I mean, obviously, it's selfish. Oh, it is because people stay together out of comfort. Mm-hmm. It's like I mean, sometimes they're just they want they want the comfort of a relationship, and they want what that brings, and they want to hook up with random people. It's like. Oh, yeah, I was watching this other podcast, and this lady was a sex therapist on the podcast. Oh, man. <laughs> and she literally had sex with women's husbands in front of the wife. Isn't there a word for that? Is it like cuck or something like that? What well, was the, the husband was having sex with a woman? Oh, uh, yeah, I mean, dude, I would never let. If I'm, if I'm married, I'm never letting a letter dude fuck my wife. That's just fucked up. No. That's a whole other thing, but anyways. No, 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 it's like. The dude was fucking the, the sex therapist. Oh, okay. I thought you meant like the sex therapist was like oh, using okay. like sex is like that's a, what I thought. Oh, uh, later, okay. like yeah, that's fucking <laughs> revive the relationship. Like, like, it was a woman she, sex therapist. She, she I mean, yeah, she's, she's making like, money well, from I, I sleep somehow. with my clients. Cool. It was on um, the New York like, Times. Was that part I feel of like the deal? If you're a woman, that was and part you of the have deal. a husband and you let that happen. You don't really give a fuck about him. No, probably not. I mean, how could you? Like, I don't know. For me, like, I don't want a girl that's, like, overly clingy, but, like, if she just never gets jealous and never gives a fuck, like, eh, does she really even care, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's, she's like, oh, yeah, I show them what to do and how to spice up their relationship, and it's like, that's, that's a little weird. Yeah, that's know? weird. It's like, oh, we're going to her office to, to bang. I think I'm watch. more traditional when it comes to relationships. I'm sure you're probably the same. Oh, yeah, I am. For sure. But, yeah, that's a little, that's a little weird. That's way. That's it's completely immoral. Is what it is. Is people should not be doing that. They shouldn't be. Just should be having sex with their therapist. <laughs> there should be a rule against that. I think that might even tie back to just instant gratification and how like, dude, I can't even go on Instagram in public anymore because you're gonna see ass and tits and like. Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm not saying like I don't want to see that shit every once in a while. It's like, dude, I don't want to fucking. I'm gonna see that. I'm gonna purposely see that. Oh, yeah, I mean, I'm not. Gonna, I don't want to see looking at cars and then see some girl like showing off her tits. Well, it's just it's like a lot now. I mean, now these girls are like sitting on the fucking phone, like oops, like stupid oh, shit hey. like that. I'm mm. like, dude, and, they sh- and then they think it's just normal. And then all these other girls dressed like that, thinking this is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's going to become so. Everyone's going to become so desensitized that they won't even care. There's this guy. I was watching, paid, he was a porn star, wife's a porn star, paid another porn star to bang his wife, 
And I remember watching this podcast, everyone saying, well, you know, when your kids get older and they see that you're, you're, their mom was having sex with another guy, everyone's going to be like, oh, that's so bad and stuff. And I feel like that should be the reaction, but with how desensitized every generation is getting from this stuff, I don't know if that would be the initial reaction. They might think it's kind of cool. Yeah, I think um, I think culture is definitely going the wrong way. But I think history kind of shows that it always kind of does. Yeah, well, it has to happen now. Couldn't happen like 100 years from now, out of my lifetime, out of, out of our know, lifetime. Right? That's right. I don't know if I want a kid or not because I don't even know if like... I mean, I'm sure you could still do it, obviously, but... It's very expensive and be very difficult. Like, I wouldn't want to have a kid unless I was like well off financially to the point where I could give the kid a life I thought it deserved. Mm. Oh, yeah. And that makes it, it makes it hard because we need children. I mean, the, the rate of reproduction is like reduced dramatically in the past. Well, yeah, because like in marriages now are like, it's harder, man. You got all this outside forces. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's harder to keep things going, keep things going. You know, you got instant gratification. You got all this drama and shit. You know, it's. Yeah, back I mean, in the day, you couldn't post a selfie on Instagram and have twelve DMs. Like people yeah. used to have to hash it out and work it out. Now they just go on Instagram. Instagram is the new therapist for marriage. If you, if you're not looking like you're having fun on Instagram through your marriage, you're not having fun. Oh yeah, all it is is a highlight reel. That's why I deleted the shit because I always think of the uh, expression: a picture can paint a thousand words. But I always say, a picture might be able to paint a thousand words, but it also tell a thousand lies. No, I agree 100%. Because these people, they look so happy, and it's a farce. I feel like if you are truly having fun wherever you are and truly happy, you're not going to be thinking, I need to post this on Instagram to Mm -hmm. get clout. You're just going to move on with your life and have fun, cherish the memories. You might take photos, but you're not going to take photos just to post them. Yeah, a lot of times, I feel like a lot of people travel to show off, too. And it's funny because, like... A lot of these places, like, I like to travel in general, so I would do it for posting. But, like, yeah, I mean, I'll post it because why not? Yeah. But a good example is, like, if you see a reel or something or, like, some beautiful place in Iceland or whatever, and it yeah. looks perfect. And then you go there in real life, and there's people everywhere, and it might be cloudy out. Like, it does not look the same at all. It's kind of like, oh, And you're France. there for, like, maybe you're there for 10 minutes, take a couple pics, and you're done. It's just hilarious how, like... People will fly across the country for a fucking 10-minute picture sometimes. Oh, yeah. Just so they look like they have money and status mm-hmm. just to go broke. But uh, it's like France. France has unfortunately gone downhill by the tower. I've seen videos of it. A lot of pickpocketing, too. Yeah, and trash everywhere. And People will take it. It will look beautiful. And then they take other videos around the tower. Because around the tower, there's a crew. They you know, mm-hmm. This country pays to keep it clean. But you go... You know, 100 feet, 200 feet away from the tower. There's trash everywhere, graffiti. It's it's really gone downhill. Literally, from day one, we've been winking this. I don't even know where I'm at right now. Me neither. Free for all. Podcast. Out. <laughs>